everyone, and welcome to Superhero Speak. I'm yours, Dave. And John. And I'm, of course, your buddy, Don. Yes, and uh, JD is off this week. He is on assignment, as we say, around here. Yeah, that's it. He should be returning next week, though. We'll see. Yes, so that is uh, that's it. It's just us tonight. Anyway, I'm trying to be careful with what I'm saying. How's everyone doing? <laughs> End of February. Anything exciting going on in anyone's lives? Don, we haven't seen you in a while other than comments. Don, How are yeah. you? What is how's your 2024 so far? Yeah, my 2024 so far is great with a lot of good stuff to look forward to. Actually started doing a couple of the Omega Level Nerds uh, podcast episodes with my buddy John. That's been fun because we've been we haven't been staying within the bounds of geekery and we even talked some NBA All Star. So that's exciting but outside of that just steadily awaiting marvel jesus in deadpool 3 or <laughs> deadpool and wolverine excuse me and of course what we'll talk about later on so i'm really excited i got a bunch of good stuff to look forward to enjoy cool nice. john how about you anything new since last week i watched the first two episodes of the new live action last airbender and almost threw up a really that bad yeah, we should talk about that. Fit that into the news a little because there's okay. stuff that I would like to hear Don's opinion on about certain ideas I have about this. On yeah, I'd definitely like to hear your opinion because, yeah, I haven't seen it yet, but it looked like it was going in a good direction. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, fit it in the news, Dave. We definitely should talk <laughs> about that. Other than that, everything's okay. I have a little hiccup at work. Um, you have the hiccups at work? No, I gave our network hiccups. Well, wait a minute. <laughs> I need to hear this. What did you do? No, I just, I did something. I did something. Let's just say that I was under the gun for a deadline to renew a domain cert in our network. And I was working with other guys. The domain cert didn't take properly. And hijinks ensued. Other, I'm dealing with some fallout from that. But we reversed it quickly. It's just that it was noticed by a lot of people. And I hate when I make mistakes like that. But we but, had a major outage at work uh, last week, so now I'm starting to think you're... This you're, was you're on Friday. Okay. This was on Friday, and, and it has nothing to do with the T-Mobile outage. They did their own thing. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's right. There was a big outage, so you're saying that, that wasn't was more, you. No, no, it that was wasn't. somebody else. Yeah, that, that was interesting me. That was more than T-Mobile. T-Mobile was in the headlines, but it was right, also... But it, it was um, a major network that T-Mobile managing, and and it affected all the other people that were sharing on that network. But I thought I think AT and T involved was it in AT? that. Yeah, yeah it was probably. both. Like AT both of them are, and they're actually saying that it might have been a cyber attack. <laughs> but but Dave is also in the IT biz. You, you know how it is, Dave. Like once or twice in your career, you're going to I, hit a wrong button, and you're going to lose a million dollars for company. I I accidentally deleted a production table. At the place that we both worked at way before you started there. Oh, point uh, yeah. And because uh, I was writing a script, they wanted me to delete a table. And I thought I was in dev. And I ran the script and I was in production. And I oh, was boy. like, oh, crap. But you remember my, you remember Scott. He was my boy. Ah, we all make mistakes. And they just restored it from backup. But it was just like, yeah. That's what my superiors are telling me, too. It's like, John, it happens to everybody, blah, blah, blah. But I really don't like being the reason when things happen. But earlier in my career at GSA Commerce, I wrote a regular expression. I have to know what a regular expression is, except that they're unintelligible to normal human beings and even some of us IT people. Mm -hmm. uh, but wrong dollar sign in the wrong place in the regular expression. And I brought down three or four different e-commerce sites, including Toys R Us and, and uh, Radio Shack. 
You're you why know. Toys R Us went out of business. No, I'm not. That, that, that's investment companies. That's why Toys R Us went out of business. The same ones that are killing all of our hospitals. Anyway, yeah, it happens from time to time, but I was trying to do the right thing and did it the wrong way. I'm really down on myself right now, <laughs> to, to be perfectly honest, because I, I hate causing other people problems. I, I like to be the one who helps fix problems, not the one that causes them. There's that. Also, uh, uh, still not as bad, but... Uh, wow, jeez. <laughs> I may so, be a little bit more down on it, but anyway. So I remember actually, your Star Wars, and so yeah. Real, yeah. real quick, we are we're live on Instagram, but for some reason those comments aren't showing up on in Streamyard. But someone said this is a uh, nerd geeks and the. It's so hard to read. I'm not on Instagram, so I wouldn't be able to read it. If you don't like it from the beginning of Airbender, the last two episodes will really make you wreck, wretch. So yeah, apparently oh <laughs> it gets worse. Uh, I heard, but, yeah, I heard uh, episode six was okay, but I don't, I'm not going to, right. we'll talk about it. Yeah. So that's it. How are you doing, Dave? I'm doing all right. Had a, had an interesting weekend, got into with the girlfriend, unfortunately a little bit, oh, but dear. now it's, it, we're fine now. We just actually were talking right before I got on, but yeah, like it's just, it's one of those things where it puts you in a bad mood for the rest of the weekend. <laughs> yeah. I've been there. Even being married, that sort of shit happens and you've got like a perfectly great weekend planned and then it gets screwed up yep yeah i uh, would give my it friend to fight with i thought you were gonna pull one out of your backpack no what i'm <laughs> i just thought i'd show this that's a tea dragon it's it no but it is from kit steel okay it's a tree dragon a tree dragon okay but look at that i some there, oh, my dogs time, like it <laughs> Dave, I know like sometimes I'm a pain in the ass about this podcast and everything, but some sometimes I really like with Don, I really glad that I get to some of these Hi Joey. I, I thought it was going to be a love podcast. <laughs> no, I don't have any of those. I don't have any anime body pillows. Why would you ask? Stop oh, asking stupid questions. I don't wanna I don't wanna know about your anime body pillows. I've shared hotel rooms with you. I don't wanna know. <laughs> Uh, but other than, than uh, our little tiff, everything's been fine. Well, I was originally supposed to have my roof this week, but my bosses got behind. Oh, no, that's the other thing that bad thing that happened this week. A co-worker passed away. Ooh, like, we had that happen at Point Roll once. That's always, yeah, hard to deal with. Yes, but the guy who passed away at Point Roll, he was going in for surgery, and he never came out of it. I remember. This what was happened? was on a business trip, came home, was feeling sick. They thought he just had a cold. He still wasn't feeling good after a day or two, so he went to urgent care. They checked him, said his lungs were fine. They gave him some kind of medication. He went home. He was in the... He was he works from home like I do. Because a lot of us work from home at my company. And he was texting with his wife and she said that the texts were like... They didn't make sense. They were like jumbled. Oh, and so she called him and he wasn't like... He didn't answer... So a neighbor went over and checked, and he passed out. They took him to the emergency room. Here he had pneumonia, influenza, and COVID all at the same time. Man, that's and, so scary to think. Because you think if something happens, it's because someone didn't go to the doctor. But to hear, I think that I feel like that that urgent care has probably mm -hmm. missed something, and they could be on the hook for malpractice. But this is why I've trained my cats in. <laughs> Oh. So, I, I no, that's terrible. That is really terrible. And and being somebody who lives alone, except for said two cats, oh, yeah. I worry that's, about that sometimes. And the thing that really hits home for me, and I know I'm not that young anymore, but I don't feel like I'm that old. He was only a year older than me. That was just like 
wow. That was just like, I don't know. Uh, granted, too, he was like me. He was actually bigger than me. He was a big guy. And I know that played a factor in it, but still. Like, yeah, yeah, but like you said, that urgent care should have caught, caught any them. one of those. If three. he had pneumonia, they should have caught Right, it. they should be able to fuck. They should be able to tell you if you have pneumonia. Just a stethoscope yeah. on your lungs can tell them if you've got pneumonia. Yeah. Breathe deeply. Yeah, your lungs are filling up. It's like you're very easy to, to, to diagnose if you're a doctor any or a nurse, anything. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, and I that's the thing. If I'm feeling like that and I go to a doctor, I make them check because I have a... I have very slight asthma that acts up in the cold weather. And I want to be sure that it's not just that. So, uh, yeah, so that Sorry was, yeah. So I was going to say I was supposed to have my, my review, but obviously everything got messed up and I think I'm going to probably end up having it this week. We'll see. But uh, yeah, it was just, it was crazy um, to get that news because he's, he was my boss's boss, but he was actually hired as an architect and he didn't want to, he didn't want to be management. He just wanted to be an architect. So they had recently moved him over into that role. Yeah, that is scary about working from home, though. I work from home, too. Yeah. And I've got diabetes. And, uh, yeah, I spent a lot of time alone. And if something happens, who knows? Because the neighbors don't care because I'm not very sociable. <laughs> that you know. doesn't surprise me. Uh, Other than the guy that comes over and play magic, I got one neighbor that, okay. But, yeah, outside of that, I'm just not very sociable. So. Yeah. When the wife and kids aren't here, it's just the two dogs and me. Yeah, you got to train them in CPR. <laughs> e, yeah, I don't know. John, you said you could train your cat. So. At, at least your dogs have more mass. They'll be able to push harder. There you go. Home. They do, and I've apparently heard cats eat their owners when they die, too. If it, so, <laughs> I don't know it's what's just worse. One of, now that everybody's depressed, we just lost one of them. Oh, my so, God. It's so, yeah, right. normally John's job. I'm sorry. This is true. Yeah. Hey, Stop taking my jobs. I got good news. There is no social media madness. Yay! Look at that. See. <laughs> All right. And here, okay, here wait. you up. I don't see a comet. Like yeah. what? What's going on? I just because with everything going on this week, I just first off, we didn't get a lot of comments on social media this week, and I think the one comment I got that I would have was from Don. <laughs> it was <laughs> sure. something about the X Men, and I don't remember yeah. what it was. And I'm excited. And, blah blah blah. Sure. And two yeah. with with what happened with my girlfriend, I didn't post a video asking a question. So yeah. But here we go. Here's the dirty joke of the week. <laughs> what is the difference i'll listen what's happened here that way i'll only be half halfway what um, is the difference between a tire and 365 used condoms it's gonna be a fifth all right one's a good year one's a good year the other's a great year nice <laughs> <laughs> see don liked it that's a good one. Come on, Jay. It wasn't that, you know. Well, JD's not here to make you uh, double entendre <laughs> rubber. Turn red, know. so yeah. You, you, you're going to have to try harder. you got to get to the point where I'm running away. All right. We don't have Social Media Man this week. But if you want to be part of Social Media Man for next week, here's a good friend, Don, to tell you more. How's the show going? You join it? Do you want to be part of Social Media Madness? And go ahead and head over to superhuspeak.com where you can find all the social links, episodes of the show, you can find comic reviews by Chris and other articles. We're posting stuff on there all the time. And while you're there, check out the rest of the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. Great shows like the Pop Prison Power Podcast, Colt 45, Fans on Patrol, the Gorilla Brain Podcast, So Wizard, and Bro Speak. Hashtag GW All-Stars and will not be disappointed so make sure that you are engaging superhero speak twitter posts whenever they come up give us your best comment and you may make jd say this i get so I... tired of these dumb motherfuckers I... 
All right, it's back to the show. <laughs> I love that. Also, make sure when you record something that you flip the image so the shit on your shirt doesn't read backwards. <laughs> Another tip ah, it's the little things. In but while you're here, too, don't forget to hit that subscribe button and click that bell for notifications so you don't miss us when we go live on Sunday night right here on YouTube and other platforms. As you can see, we're live on Instagram this week and Twitch as usual and X, the X-Men file. We should be on Blue Sky now, right? Isn't that open now for everybody? Only by invite? And now they've opened up to everybody? Uh, possibly. I don't know. I haven't looked into it yet. It would be one of the few places where people can, fl can flee to from what was for formerly Twitter, what I, was formerly good. Everyone <laughs> keeps saying that. I don't think it's going anywhere. Threads is horrible. We don't get any interactions over there. People barely do. So it's just like, eh. I don't know. No, TikTok and you're not going to do Mastodon. Like Mastodon's for people like me. More I am. Folks. I am so tick at TikTok because to go live on TikTok, you through StreamYard, we have to use their. They have an app for that, like a separate application for going live on TikTok. Mm -hmm. But it only runs on Windows, and I do everything on my Mac, so it's just. Yeah, and I'm shocked. Completely. That's that is actually. Yeah, no, I'm really surprised about that. Actually. I, I'm shocked that they don't have a, a, a Mac version. It's just like, okay, yep. Give them time. TikTok, I'm... get your act together. And while they're doing that, let's take a quick commercial break and we'll be right back with some podcast. I like this. So I had this debate the other day okay. in the car. Helen Keller. So apparently someone said that she flew a plane. Is that right? Yeah. And I'm like, how does she fly no. a plane? How does she fly a plane if she's hiding in the closet? What? How does Helen Keller? What? You were shut up. Shut up. She got. Did she? I thought she. Get, did she get free and then fly the plane? I'm. Oh my god. I what is there, happening I wish right there now? Was like a live audience, and I could ask. Do you even deserve? Do I? Does he even deserve me to continue? Oh my god. I'll give you one more chance. <laughs> Helen Keller. What is she known for? The, she wrote a book in the attic. And Frank. <laughs> Helen Keller's the woman that was blind and deaf. And some podcasts are like this. DC Talk used to have this song that was like, We're just two honks and a Negro serving the Lord. What? <laughs> what? You lying. Hold on for a second. Hold on for a second. When you really break it down. We're just two honks and a Negro serving the Lord. We're just two honks and a Negro singing our song. Bruh, uh, bruh, bruh. See, see what I'm saying? See what I'm saying? But only one place is where you can get in-depth analysis like this. And we have a crazy-ass earthquake and black smokes come out of the earth. And she equates it to the... Uh, the fart of God. Yeah. <laughs> the fart of God. And I'm like, oh, okay. And I didn't know the severity of this until I saw the uh, smoke hit two of these girls and yeah. murder them like they are getting like emolted like they're being burned the fuck alive yeah. they are literally turning to ash from Thanos snap <laughs> <laughs> but it was two butt cheeks instead yeah, two, two butt cheeks of our lord Thanos clapping <laughs> so it gets crucial guys our heroine and her teacher Ms. Yumi she's freaking out she says I don't want to smell the fart of God <laughs> if I have to die I want to smell the shit that's emitting from oh my god 
You are now listening to Call 45. This is Beat'em Down. And I'm Random Randy Savage. Find us on all your podcatching apps like Podbean or Spotify. And follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Or just go to www.cult45podcast.com. Also, check out our YouTube for that sweet video content. Cult 45, the only podcast that puts hair on your chest. After these messages, we'll be right back. Uh-oh. Did we lose Don? <laughs> no. No, we can't lose him. I must have. <laughs> Don't do that. See, John? I do that for a living, but I still mess it up. So sometimes you hit the wrong button. <laughs> sometimes you do. Yeah. And, yeah. and it's perfectly acceptable. It happens. All right. The first news article I brought this week, it's it's a rumor, kind of. It's... The, the link you you gave us, it's... Uh, it, I thought it was... We got it this covered. Like, it was Yahoo news this one that's not better what, what what is that right if everything's fake nothing's fake if everything's woke nothing's woke it's, it so, is what it is so the thing is it came from a source that has leaked marvel stuff before that has all come true and all he is all this leak has said is that henry cavill has signed a deal with marvel that can mean a thousand different things right who hasn't signed a deal with marvel at this point seriously but even what is it not screen crush yeah screen crush i think it was did a video on it because they said that and that's one of the channels i watched they said that this guy has been right before so they just did a video where they were like speculating on who he could play and of course the top rumors are that there was dr doom but that's that has been squashed they have come out and said that someone came out and said no he's not playing dr doom. of course he has said before he'd like to play captain britain he has said that no one cares about that. he's got to get over that and i no. The no. other rumor that came up, and this is why I brought this up today, because we've got Don here. The other prevalent rumor, he's going to be the new Wolverine in the MCU. He's too big. No, we can't do that. Hugh Jackman that. is too big. Yeah, we, we're gonna, we're never going to get a 5'2 Wolverine in the movies. It's not going to happen. Old. It's not sexy. It's, it ain't ha- we're not going to get a oh, short. Oh, just put Peter Dinklage on stilts. We'll take him as Wolverine. One of the two actors that won Game of Thrones, all the other ones, that's him in over in Martell, otherwise known as uh, Din Jar and all that. Cavill is younger than Jackman, though. Now, but they need. I mean, him. not much. I, again, I go back to I go back to the Deadpool quote of "We need somebody that will last ten to twelve years in a franchise." Henry Cavill's going to be in the MCU. Scorn from the DCU. You know he's going to be in there somewhere. That's why I don't really think it matters what kind of site this comes from because it's going to happen. So you do assume that it's true. It makes too much sense for me that it's not. And if he's going to play anybody. I, I've been professing this forever. Oh, I got a sample of it. That dude right there, Cyclops. That's mm-hmm. who I want Cavill to be because he'd make it's, a good Cyclops. He'd make a wonderful Cyclops because Cyclops is like a Captain America adjacent character. So, yeah. and Captain America is no longer, at least it's the, the version everybody likes, is no longer a thing in the MCU. So, the next he, strong personality, man, could be Cyclops. And I think. Cavill would pull it off splendidly. Did, did, was Cyclops ever a strong personality? Like, his only claim to fame was he was with Jean Grey, right? No, that's not his only claim claim to fame. I mean, he ran the X-Men for a while after Professor X was gone. And then there was the Professor X was gone. <clears throat> then there was the schism where him and Wolverine got into it yeah. um, because Wolverine didn't want the X-Students used as soldiers. So that big... And then that's where the Wolverine had the Jean Grey school. Cyclops went off to San Francisco and had the Utopia team. And from there, he was like a revolutionary because in the comics from that point on, 
that was like close to uh, No More Mutants with Wanda when she wiped out all the yeah. mutants down, down to 200. At that point, Cyclops was like a survivalist. They they considered him a terrorist. They basically tried to make him a bad guy. And when at the end of the day, all he did was help destroy a Terrigen Mist Cloud that killed mutants. It, it, was, yeah. it was a whole martyr thing. Absolute no. And Scott Summer, Cyclops, is that is the one one of the few people in the Marvel Universe that can bitch at C- Captain America and be right and say, mm-hmm. hey, you're what have you done for the mutants? What have the Avengers done? You've sat there. You guys have watched us basically almost be extinct. So, no, we're not going to give the only mutant born within the last 15, 20 years over to the Avengers. Whatever. Fuck you, Optic Blast. Get out of here. But just he, he has a great standing a great moral standing and a lot of conviction as a character. And I really want to see him more in the MC coming from a DC perspective, like not knowing as much about Marvel as you guys, it sounds like his backstory is as moderately unknown as like booster golds on the DC well, side where everybody's like booster golds just joke. Actually, no, he's saved the universe a couple of times and he's one of the, he's way more important than you'd think. It's same thing with this coming from my side. It's like, all I've ever heard is he's just this pansy-ass guy who is with Jean Grey and is always fighting with Wolverine over Jean Grey and whatever. And But from what you're saying, there's way more that I don't know about. And he's, his parentage, his dad is a space pirate and his brother is Havoc. And, and his kid is one of the most powerful. And, I'll, and I'll get into that more with the X-Men 97 stuff because I've got the whole pregnant Jean Grey thing. I'm going to go off on that. But anyway, Cyclops <laughs> is an awesome character. But Kassan's not wrong. He would also be a great Magneto. Because I was also yeah. thinking Doctor Doom. And I think a good Doctor Doom adjacent is Magneto. So I, mm. I, I wouldn't mind yeah. that either. Absolutely not. And they're, I don't know if they're, this is confirmed or not, but there's also talk that they're not going to introduce Doctor Doom in the first movie. So I feel like Doctor Doom's too far out to, to sign Cavill now for it. It'd be a thousand different things. Obviously, these rumors came out also like when they were wrapping up filming Deadpool. Whoever he isn't going to be in Deadpool either. But we do know it's Henry Cavill. He's going to play one of the major players, right? Yeah. Yeah. Not that anybody that they've signed hasn't really played a major player technically, but this is going to be one of the bigger ones. And it's funny because one of the things people were saying, oh, maybe he'll want to play a villain now, the whole Breaking Bad thing. But it's like, I, I get that, but he played a villain in Mission Impossible. So it's like... He didn't in... <laughs> Tactically, maybe not. Snap. <laughs> At least for those poor non-metahumans, yeah. Uh, I, would just, I would love him to get in a role in a major comic book franchise where he could show his chops, show his how charming he'd be and all that stuff. And I know that he does that. Mm. He's really good at Everybody The Witcher. But it's not, a, not everyone's going to see that. Everyone's going to go see another superhero movie with him in it. And I think... I'd love to see him really be able to show his stuff. Because he's a good actor. He is. He just was given lousy scripts in the Superman movie. And direction. And Zack all Snyder. of it. Yes. Poor Zack Snyder. All right. All right. Let us know who you think uh, you'd like to, him to play in the comments down below. We would love maybe discuss it in the, some of it next week during Social Media Madness. Uh, um, oh, uh, Nerd Geese uh, over on Instagram said, Scott and Logan have always been in competition. Uh, competing alpha males in the X-Men. Summers mm-hmm. is the tactician of the group. Yeah, that's that's yeah, that's yeah, a good way to put it. All right, moving on. This actually came out in an interview in GQ. Mark Ruffalo says he would love to do a solo Hulk movie, but he's been told it's too expensive. But they've done two and solo I Hulk movies. call bullshit. Yeah, there's no I think freaking way. I call Marvel saying it's too expensive a risk to take right now. I think that's what it really is. 
But yeah, and I think that's what we told him. Which is funny because if they did it, if they had a good script, that would be a, a that would be a movie that would really you know fit into a, a new phase like that. That would be one of the bigger <clears throat> characters to have a good movie for. Yes, finally. absolutely. This this is really disappointing because I feel they're really missing the mark here. Because the Hulk is one of those characters that you're not going to lose money on. That if you make a good movie, doesn't have to be Shakespeare, doesn't have to be masterpiece, doesn't have to be Endgame, but people are going to go see a Hulk movie. Yeah. My my issue has always been because I am a fan of the comics. I have read a bunch of Hulk comics, and I've said this from the beginning: is that they haven't done him right in the movie. They got closer in Ragnarok, and then they threw it all away and gave us a pretty Eh, version of professor Hulk. and they could do mr fix it joe fix it right joe fix it yeah yeah th- that would be awesome but the whole thing with the hulk has always been they in the movies they've always made the hulk this brainless destruction machine and i know that's born out of everyone knows the 70s show and that's how they portrayed him in the show yeah. but that's not who he is in the comics he isn't as intelligent as dr banner but there is a whole side of him of questioning his existence and why do people hunt him down because he's ugly and all this stuff and trying and to control it's a very right dr. So it wouldn't Jekyll, have people it's a very dr and jekyll meets frankenstein story in the comics that's what it was done and you can write a beautiful script around this idea they just haven't done it at more and i don't know why why they're afraid to say hey let's just go back to the core of what this character is and actually do that in a movie yeah am i wrong i i don't think you're wrong at all i don't think all they have to do is like Planet Hulk, World War Hulk. There's just a bunch of stuff that they can do with, like you're saying, where he's not a mindless idiot, where he is a thinking, reasoning, yet pissed off Hulk. And especially all this newer stuff with him, the Immortal Hulk now. There, there's just a ton of stuff, interesting stuff that they can delve into from the source material that they haven't. And yeah, if they did, just everybody from normies on down, the Hulk is a character that you should be focusing on because people love. Yeah. Just write a story that goes back to the reason that he was created in the first place. What do kids want to, like, it was an outlet for kids reading it saying, thanks. Thanks, James. <laughs> I, was, I was wondering if anybody would get that. No, it's a, it, it's, it was to give kids this way of uh, imagining that, you know, like what, when you get into trouble or when people are beating you up, What's the one thing you wish you could do? You wish yeah. you could turn into a huge monster and have all the power and be able to fight back. And that's what it is. So you add a little, all the ang- all the angst and the other story points that he's had for all these years. It would be, writing a script on that would be way easier than some of the other stuff, you'd think. But apparently they, they're going to whiff on this one just like they did on so many others. You know, like Black Widow. We can't make a Black Widow. Oh, she's dead. Eh, we'll make a movie about her now. What? <laughs> what the yeah. Fuck? Come on. That is hilarious. Yeah. And I, I said this before when we did the movie too. Like, it feels like it would have been so much better if it came out in the time it takes place in the movie. Absolutely. And I feel, and it feels like the script was written then and they just were like, oh, okay, let's do it now. Oh, and if they went and fucked over Taskmaster, that too. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. They did. They, they, pulled a, they pulled an original Deadpool on him. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, basically. Uh, yeah, let's not mention the Black Widow we ever again. Uh, it wasn't that Now, is it going to be in the but... Thunderbolts movie? No, yeah, there's a couple people that are going to be in the Thunderbolts movie that nobody wants. Mm-hmm. So that'll be fun. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I don't even know what they want to do with it. It felt like they were going in the direction of like a Dark Avengers, but I don't even well, know. You, Thunderbolts with, okay, and I get it. Red Hulk is going to be in it, okay. But yeah, give us Thunderbolts with Deadpool and Punisher. All the great Thunderbolts characters. And yeah, we're there. But give us all the Plan B leftovers from Phase 4 and 5. No, not the ensemble we're looking for. No, not at all. And again... The characters they were, they seemed to originally were pulling in felt like, okay, maybe they are going Dark Avengers, but yeah, no. Then it's, and then the, how does um, Bucky fit into it? I don't know. It doesn't make, all right. But just understand uh, the MCU, villains are running the American government. I, I just, I feel that's not talked about. Like, you know, that, that, what's her name? Constantina Villanueva, but whatever, Madam Hydra, Adam Hydra, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. and the MCU, like, or I, Gary Shandling, he was a Hydra agent. Yeah. That is not talked about enough in the MCU. You're like, right. Yeah, like, just America's all these, just the villain, basically. All, all of know? these leftover Hydra agents are still in the government. And yeah. don't forget the scrolls too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The scrolls. Like, they were all over the all over on the, the planet. Yeah. Yeah. So Hydra scroll. Could... Which one? Hydra scroll. You don't know. They've, they've ruined the scrolls for with the. I I, I they did. They could probably pull their pull that out of the swan dive that it was taking, but. They, won't. they would have to just imagine that, you know what, the last few episodes of that series didn't happen. I feel like, yeah, they have to be able to sit there and go, you know what, people, that didn't count. That didn't happen. That was a right. dream. That was a, We're taking a mulligan. Mm. <laughs> that was a, a Nick Fury fever Nick Fury fever dream. Don't worry about it. It didn't really happen. Yeah. I didn't hate that show. The only thing I really detested about the show is that it involves Super Scroll, and I wanted that to be introduced to the Fantastic Four. Oh, of course. I think we all wanted that. That and the fact that, that the that, oh, I didn't hate that. The fact that they made the Super Scroll like not just Super Scroll, but you know, having all the powers at that point. What do you do with the character? You know, so that character should be involved in almost everything that happens from now. Just like there's another Vision flying around. We haven't seen him. He should have been involved. They just they're leaving too many open threads now. I saw okay, okay. Uh not to this is a good topic. Not to get too derailed. I saw a theory on the white vision on why we haven't seen him again, which I call BS on because the white vision is a character from the comics. Is that once he realized he was vision in a video game too. Yeah. Once he realized he was vision and his mission was to destroy the vision, he flew himself into the sun and destroyed himself. Biggest cop out ever, but it was yeah. still why I haven't seen him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I agree. I think he's some soul search. Hopefully he comes back soon. Mm -hmm. All right. Okay, so this next story, <clears throat> this popped up. I saw it a couple of days ago, and it made me curious because I got to be honest. I haven't been in a comic book shop for a little while on a Wednesday, but DC for a while, I didn't know this, we're releasing on Tuesdays, and now mm -hmm. they're switching back yep. to Wednesdays with everyone else. <laughs> yep, yep. Does, it's funny because I feel like people weren't going to the comic book store a day early to get their Tuesday releases. They would just go on Wednesday anyway. I don't think it was helping the comic book shops. Or I could be wrong. I know that you still read fairly regularly, Don. Like, do you feel this makes any kind of difference one way or the other? No, I didn't. In fact, I was still podcasting regularly when this happened and we talked about it. It was just like, how stupid is this? Because you're right, it's not going to help them. It's not going to hurt them per se, but it's not going to help them. They're not going to get that edge. A lot of comic book shops I know of aren't even open on Mondays and Tuesdays. They don't even open until Wednesday, and they'll stay right. open for the rest of the week. So, yeah, that whole that whole feng shui of Wednesday pools, they just took themselves out of that a little bit. No, it didn't give them. It was dumb. So I'm glad they're at least 
back to that because they can maybe at least get oh i'm here for oh let me pick up this new dc book because i'm here for other comics i could get that anyway just being on the shelf for one extra day i just i bet you they didn't even get put out i bet you that because the comics shops have to put out every new shit for wednesday yeah i bet you they just got put out on the same day yeah yeah, because again, you would also be making more work for the comic book shop. Yeah, he's got to find move stuff like, around. Fuck, I gotta do the, the DC section today. Then I gotta do everything else tomorrow. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And you don't exactly. want to fuck with the people that are selling your product. Oh no, exactly. Yeah, I, I just, I mean, I'm sure they were able to show it doesn't affect their sales one way or the other, and that's why they just moved back. Yeah. It was a weird move to begin with, I thought. Um, and then uh, I did see something else, but I didn't have a chance to like. I saw this earlier and didn't have a chance to look into it further. That Marvel is now committed to a three ninety nine uh, cover price for their books moving forward. So they're dropping the price. I don't think they're dropping it because your regular issue, your regular size issue, is still three ninety nine, which is still a lot. But the oh, thing I thought they, they, I thought they were five bucks. Now. Well, a lot of them are though. That's the thing. If they do an issue number one or annual shit like that, like they will do five. They will do that for a lot of special issues i don't know if that's the right terminology but yeah no you are seeing more 499 599 books yeah and it's absurd it's absolutely absurd at the very least yeah four bucks okay so i like that i, I like that a lot cause... is that gonna have shrinkflation do you know what shrinkflation is <laughs> yeah when they no. make something smaller but keep it at the like if you if you look at gatorade bottles they'd be 32 ounces but now they're 28 ounces but it's the same price so they're gonna give Cereal us less pages now Cereal is like the best example. The box yeah. is thinner and shorter. You're getting less and less cereal, even though you're paying the same price. And yeah. you just don't notice it until it's so... Like, when I make cakes, I really notice it because the cake mixes, they keep shrinking those. Yeah. To the point where now I need two cake mix boxes to make the same cake I used to make 10 years ago with only one. So, and like, it's so noticeable that my cake, I had to mix more in because the cakes were too thin. One so, day I will get to try your book. So does that mean that, uh, like, they'll give us less pages if they commit to three ninety nine? I don't doubt that because their competitors are probably still going to be, what's it, 32 pages as the average books? Like, if DC's still 32 pages, is Marvel going to sell less books if they're now shorter stories? I don't know. I also don't understand why I noticed this a while ago where, like, they're not selling advertising in books. I don't know what does do advertisers just not want to advertise in books anymore or no more sea monkeys and x-ray glasses in the back <laughs> they haven't see, had that in a long time i know the sea number, monkeys were awesome the number of people that actually buy physical books anymore i mean it i haven't looked at it in a while but it, it's got to keep going down at least for the major markets the indie stuff seems doing rather well with the kickstarters and stuff yeah. but so to fuck with the value is really not good again it was already it's why i don't do a pull list anymore because i it was just getting to the point where i bought a year's worth of a book which as we discussed at a 4.99 4.99 times 12 i mean 50 bucks for one book for a year and you're not like you're not really getting a whole lot of story there so they really gotta watch with because otherwise you get the app the, and all those apps are so convenient, and all you have to do is wait three months. You're three months behind, but who really cares? And that's that fits more with the younger culture, too. People are more willing to wait for stuff. Kassan keeps beating this, this dead horse. He's over right. Over again. I just want to know why comics don't take the manga business model. Who pays $4 for 20 pages? He I has like, said it on the show that he sees manga. That's what the kids read is manga. Right. Uh, yeah. 
the comics absolutely, if they want to stick around and be relevant, they need to go that route. Listen, but I think there's manga too much books, pride there. Manga is much longer, right? It's like Ma- the manga books are much longer. But remember that a lot of them are it, like most of them are in black and white. Sometimes Which, they'll get that's color where panels. Comics beat it, right? It, it, and and also in, also in yeah. layout because the manga books are smaller, so you get smaller panels. But like in a comic book, when you open up to a a full spread where they're doing action higher page that flows from one to the next like it, it i i would say the comic book's way more technically complex than what you see in most manga but it by the same still token, sells. yeah it sells because you're getting more story and this okay. i think the american market has forgotten that story freaking matters that's the issue too it's the marketing model for comics for a long time unfortunately has not been about telling good stories it's about selling events selling yeah. books selling big stories not writing good stories so and then the tie-ins to sell more books and all that crazy whereas <laughs> if they just wrote one good story and sold it as a single book i think that would be much better in the long run like, you gotta remember that with manga you have a single creator who probably had a story in their head that goes on for years like oda or akira toriyama or whatever well, the know, continuity or, is or, way better absolutely yeah. And like when you go for a good story, if the person is, it's the same person writing it. What was it? Green Dragon. Was it the guy who writes the Dragon comic? Dragon with the fin, the one who's the Savage who's Dragon. Yeah, Savage Dragon. Yeah, 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 Savage Dragon. So he's if if the same person writing it, you're going to get better continuity, but you're also going to have you're also going to be able to deliver at a regular pace, and well, much better pacing. But in the in American comics world, it's like you're going to have this writer for this long and then you'll have another writer and then you might change artists and inkers and whatever it's going to be inconsistent over any given longer length of time i think one of the reasons kickstarter is working and it's the same reason uh manga does well in a sense it's like not all kickstarters but a lot of kickstarters they're going to be selling you here's the here's five issues that are done Mm -hmm. it might cost you 50 bucks but it's a complete story beginning to end. You buy it, you read it, you're done. Where American comics, you're picking up issue 360 and you haven't read one through 359 before you bought that. So you, some people are like, I'm lost. Like you have an idea who the character is, but you don't know what's going on at that point in the story. And I think we've talked about this before on the show is like going to a model of, what do they call it? Like, not boutique comics, but like where they're just writing a story like The Long Halloween. It's not in continuity. It comes out as a standalone book, and that's it. Don't worry about the continuing stories anymore. Yeah, some of my favorites are like that, even for Marvel. With X-Men, of course. God yeah. Loves, Man Kills. Earth-X with Alex Ross. Even on the DC side, Kingdom Come is yep. all by itself. I've always loved that. Yeah, that really is the best shit, is when it just, boom, here's an X-Men story. Here's this mm. story. Here's that story. All-Star Superman. Yeah, that's another one. Yeah. That's one of my favorites of all time. And uh, was it uh, Final Frontier? The, you know, yeah, yes. Justice uh, League. Yeah. Justice League, yes. Yeah. We did that on the show. Kassan, you should try the Star Wars MMO. It's fucking wonderful. I'm sorry. He I, hit I, it. I'm going to say, I'm questioning Kassan's comment here. He said, it's like the MMO industry. World of Warcraft is killing it because the story is captivating. The shiniest games die off quick. Story is king. Do a lot of people still play Warcraft? 
They so, do, absolutely. There's two okay. versions of Warcraft now. You can get the old, yeah. you can play the old version, or you can play the, with the biggest, latest version. That's the dumbest shit in the face of the planet, but they're making <laughs> money off of it. Whereas, yeah, we will release this game. Oh, you like the way the game used to be, where it was harder and shit? Okay, we'll release that version too. There, so now there's, oh my God. There, okay. There, there are some MMOs, like the original version of Star Wars Galaxy, God, must have been 15 years ago or more. Oh, more than that. Where they were so beloved that developers there are developers that are just making new versions of it putting clean rooming the entire game rewriting yeah. writing it from the ground up because they're not allowed to have the source code from the original publisher and putting it out themselves for free because they can't because of light they can't charge because of licensing and because the city the, of heroes yes city of heroes too. that's another one same shit and but now city of heroes is now they say screw it we'll give okay we, you can have the game back we'll put the servers on because somebody else is going to do it anyway yeah yeah, that's funny shit with him. Uh, see, I didn't even know City of Hers was still around. Okay, yep. then. Oh, yeah. How did really I make it back into? I must uh, say that that's the original OG, but the best customer, the best character customization ever. Yeah. And Star Wars Galaxies had one of the most. Actually, Star Wars Galaxies, the original version before they nerfed it and added Jedi and everything, had the best player economy ever. Like any game you've ever played. Because you would have somebody who would become, was it a collector who would go out and mine all this stuff, and then they would have to sell it to somebody who had maxed out their crafting, and that person would craft a weapon, and then they'd have to sell, the, they'd have to give it to somebody who was a slicer to up the stats in the weapon, and then it would get, and then the item would get sold. But everybody had to work together, and everything in the game was player created. It was amazing. It just, I sold my account for $1,000 just before oh they nerfed goodness. it. So, it, But it was that good. Yeah. All right, then. Oh, okay. And I included this story, so changing gears a little bit, because we keep talking about this movie, and JD's convinced it's not going to come out, but now it has a release date. The Crow reboot is going to be in the theaters early June of this year. So originally, The Ballerina, which was the John Wick spinoff, was supposed to come out June this year, and they've replaced it with The Crow reboot. Which is weird because I've not seen any trailers or commercials or anything for it yet. And it's going to be March next week. Not so even Not even a stinger. So I'm curious. Um, is anyone looking forward to Don, to did this? you see the original Crow? Oh, yes. The the original Crow. I actually suggested it to you guys uh, when, and then you guys watched it. Because I had yeah. recently rewatched it. My wife had never seen it. And that was one of my staple movies growing up was Crow. And in rewatching it, even with my wife, I was like, holy man, this movie is, I still love it. I love it. I, I absolutely love it. I love everything about it. With that said, I'm not looking forward to a new version of it. I, I think that movie is frozen in a good place in time. The atmosphere of it, the movie, the music of the movie, the mystery of what happened to the actor yeah. in the movie. I just, I don't know, just something that doesn't seem to need to be messed with. And I, I don't watch that movie and think, oh boy, if I if we just had more CGI. Like, <laughs> that's not, so I, I'm not looking and it's, forward. And uh, Skarsgård is playing yeah, Eric Draven. I'll be open to it because I love the property so much. So I'll be open. I'm not going to, but I don't know, man. June 7th, so yeah. 12 days before my 44th birthday. Oh, fuck, 44th. Oh, the halcyon days of me. Oh, that's twins. right. We're birthday <laughs> twins. I forgot about that. We are birthday twinsies, buddy. That's right. Yes. So, yeah. 12 days that... before our birthday. Before my 50th. And The Crow is one of my favorites. I'm going to have to go see it just to complain about it. Yeah. Yeah. Book me on the show. I was just shocked because I was believing JD. He's like, I think this is just a write-off. 
they're blah blah it's never going to come out and they're like nope it's coming out in june okay i haven't seen anything on this in a while other than when they introduced when they saw the article that scars guard was going to play listen this could be a new day and age where in order for movies to make money they can't spend that much money on advertising they just have to be good and let the word of mouth make the money for them and that can work but you're gonna have to it can work but you, you need to light a fuse somewhere to get people enough people in to make word of mouth work. There's a threshold, right? You can't do no advertising because you need enough people to get word of mouth in so that like your second week and third week are big. Yeah, but, I don't know. Like, I, I think you're right to some degree, but if I think, to me, it's a mystery. Why does Disney Marvel do any sort of advertising? Just say, Fantastic Four, here's the date, boom. Oh yeah, that right. would be enough. Done. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> We're gonna be there. That's that's just me. That's how I feel about it. I get it. Not all properties can do that. A lot of shit you need is gonna need an elevator pitch. But for some properties, yeah. Boom. Chrono Trigger two. This date. I'm booking it now. Yeah. No. I, Book I, it, I agree. Dano. Baldur's Gate four. I'd be right. there. In a... I think Deadpool three. You could just have. Oh no, yeah, Deadpool. Come all out, you have to do is say Deadpool out, three. Yep. Deadpool three. The date and him walk <laughs> off, and that's it. Yep. Yeah. Although I, I, I do like to get your special sock nerds. <laughs> oh, God. He's no stranger to pegging. Yeah. It's new for okay. Disney. Uh, <laughs> so, speaking of reboot, Dave, you want to... You wanna I was going to say, speaking of things that we're, reboot, we're, yeah. we're not really looking forward to, tell us a little bit about this live-action Airbender, because I haven't watched it yet. I forgot that it was coming out this week. And, like, from the previews, I thought it looked decent. So, go ahead. How bad is this? Okay, you've both seen Avatar, the yeah. last Airbender, the original, yeah, yeah. Okay, good. All right, then you're then you're probably going to have much the same. I I think if you look at the reviews, are split between people who have seen the original, people that have seen M Night Shyamalan's only, and then people that are watching this without any of that baggage. And the biggest thing that this has going for it is that M Night Shyamalan's exists, and so you know what the the bottom rung is. <laughs> So, okay. okay, so this ain't bottom rung, then. <laughs> no, no, it, it's not. It, it, to, at the very least, it has more time for the story to breathe. That said, the amount of story in each book of, or each season of The Last Airbender, the, from the, uh, anima- uh, the animated version, there is so much in each one that even paring it down to only eight hours is Difficult. didn't quite work. Yeah. The actors are better. The characterizations are okay. But you got to remember that the original creators, Michael Dante DiMartino and Brian Konetsko. Konetsko? I think it's Konetsko. They left. They, they walked differences. off. And now that I've seen two episodes, I can tell you why they walked so, off. That's the thing, right? I didn't realize it was only eight episodes. And that's what gets me because the original cartoon is so long compared to other things. I don't know how you condense the complexity of that story down into eight episodes. Like, I thought it was going to be multiple seasons. First season dealing with them finding Aang and realizing he's the Avatar and all that stuff. Then when the stuff with the... I remember what happens. Then they go when they go to the Water Kingdom and the whole moon. The Koshi Warriors. The Spirit Realm. And then there's the whole stuff that goes on in the Fire Nation. And then there's the whole confrontation with the Lord, the Fire Lord. There's oh, yeah. a, the whole lightning stuff with the fire. Game. The one with the R- scar on his Rufio? face. Rufio? You mean uh, Rufio? Uh, no, Prince Zaku. Prince Zuko. 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 Yeah. yeah. Like all that, his whole journey, each character's got a major story arc in the whole cartoon so, series. 
Yeah, let me, and this is part of what I wanted to open up a discussion on. Saying so too much, I, I'm hearing this now. We have gotten to a point where, again, and we've talked about this before, there is not a lot of willingness to do anything new in Hollywood. And so they're going for all of these quick hits, Disney especially, with, hey, we have The Little Mermaid, let's just make a live action version. Hey, we have The Lion King, let's make a horror show where everything's dead eye. Let's make it a CGI movie and call it live action. So the problem I'm seeing and the problem I'm beginning to realize is that it is nearly impossible to take something Last Airbender and condense it down into only eight episodes because a lot of the stuff that I like takes a long time to breathe. One Piece is a perfect example. One Piece is a, over a thousand, was it a thousand ninety episodes now? People are saying, ah, it's too long. I want to, I just want to see the beats. But, and, and granted, there's only, there's some fill in there. But the problem is that story takes that long to tell properly where you care about the character because you're getting so much backstory and you're seeing, you're, you're having time to see the characters interact with each other. And not just because of the story beats, but seeing them interact organically with each other on off days. So, so real quick, and what you're saying I think it fits in with Kassan's comment here. He says, I've watched six episodes. I'm liking some stuff, but the amount of victim declaration is overbearing and unpleasant. Woe is me. It's all my fault. Every single character. Right. Which I think is a shortcut to get you to feel sympathy for the character because they're not taking the time to build each character. That goes back to another problem. The biggest problem with M. Night Shyamalan's version is that there was a lot of, it was almost total exposition coupled with M. Night Shyamalan's patented deadpan delivery of just not only exposition but just we're doing this we're doing that it he never gets to the point where a character actually says i feel this way about something or i like that it. it's the characters always speak in movie speak and this adaption is much the same there is too much exposition too much telling not showing because they're and, trying to do a giant story in eight episodes and also and i'll give a little bit of a spoiler here right when the animated versions started, right? It starts with them, with the Southern Water Tribe, and you get to meet Aang, and you don't know who he is, and you learn about him organically Tragically, through yeah. the story. Right, the brother and sister, I can't think of them, they're fishing, and they come Katara and, yeah. And they find him in the water. Yeah, he's frozen right. in the water, yeah. So, here's the thing. Now, later on, there's an episode, one of the most famous episodes of the whole series, even though the first season is technically the weakest of all three seasons, this episode showed the backstory of Aang and Zuko interleave and gave you... Gave because you, the whole it, point it showed, of those, those two characters are kind of mirrors of each other. It showed you the juxtaposition of the two characters and how They're much they had Yang. in yeah. common. And right. it, it was a, a perfect example of great storytelling. Yeah. This series starts with showing off Aang before he goes and takes a bath. So you're you basically, and it's full of, I did this, I did, it's like the writers were, I, the, it's like the writers were, were too, they, they could not wait. They could not wait. So they wanted to, to fill you in on everything. And they didn't, they didn't give the story um, any room to breathe at all. They're just like, oh, we got to pack this in. Oh, we got to pack that in. Oh, we got to do this. See, it's, like, it's basically like handing you okay. a barrel of all of Chekhov's guns with little tags on explaining then, everything. It's, that's it was, the thing. That's the thing. Know? When they show you the Avatar, 
Because the thing is, he isn't fully capable when they find him either. He's just an airbender. He's a really good airbender, but he has to. That's part of the show is he has to learn fire, water, and earthbending so that he can become the Avatar. And but the other whole point of the story is he became frozen. He didn't die, so a new Avatar wasn't born. So the world forgot that the Avatar existed. They don't know what he is when they find him at first, and then they find out what an avatar is and there's a whole thing about that and it you find this out organically so i see right what you're and saying. when the elder yeah. when the elders figured it out basically right. so right. when they throw it all in your face right away it's that doesn't make sense because that's also zuko's arc is he's trying to hunt down the avatar so his father will be proud of him but then when he finds out the avatar and he realizes what all the wrong that the fire kingdom does that's when he has his turn and becomes and it's just yeah there and you can tell again you can tell why the original creators walked off the set because the things that and this is in my this is my opinion somebody who's watched the original and then drank heavily after m night Shyamalan's. i it seems like they chose to highlight all the wrong story like one of the one of the points with when Aang gets taken by the Fire Nation in the beginning, in the first few episodes. So Katara and oh my God, now I'm forgetting his name. Katara and her brother are like, "Let's go get him. How are we going to get him?" And Appa had already been introduced, so they get an Appa. They're like, "This guy, this thing can't fly." And like for a few for a few minutes, you're like, "What does this thing fly?" Because you don't know. You're watching this for the first time, uh-huh. and the point where he takes off in the air is like. It's magical. It's like, wow, this thing flies. Anything's possible now, right? In in the in in this adaption, the Netflix adaption, no, they skipped over all of that. They had Appa flying already. It took away from that point, and they just they're just missing the points that actually make the Mating. story, like the load bearing structures of the story. They're missing those, and they're highlighting other things that really don't make a difference. So, Sun says, yes. That- yeah, yeah. And Avatar is the writer's lack of faith in their audience. They Netflix, don't believe the audience can, can comprehend the stories, so they just tell them everything. And there's also points like they, and this has been widely reported, that, that Sokka, Katara's brothers, in the beginning is a huge misogynist. And then you get to where they meet the Kyoshi warriors, and right. they set him straight. And you can see character growth. In, the, in this adaption, they took that out. They like there's no character growth. These characters are be bopping around the same points, right. but, but they're they not also kinda like growing that's the whole thing too, because like say that's the way it is in the water tribe. The men do the those right. stuff and blah blah and like, they won't even teach her water bending because it's built into the tribe. And then when he meets the female warriors, he was like, Oh the Kyoshi warriors, yeah. They, they women are capable. They start throwing them around like a beanbag. It's hilarious. Right. It's a learning but, moment. So, yeah. So yeah, it's just they and then there's I've heard that the netflix higher-ups were like we want to make this our next game of thrones it's like, and that's another story beat ang is a 12 year old in the original story uh-huh done you know feel free to jump in anytime like ang is a kid in the story and he acts like a kid and all of these people act their ages their kids even prince zuko is a kid in the beginning yeah. and as they hit these experiences you can see their personalities grow you can see them mature Aang prematurely because all this happens within I think I forget what the time frame of the original storyline is I think it's only one year and he's the poor 12 year old has to grow up because he has to right. he has to save the world in this you don't you're not you they're, they're not there's that's not happening 
I tell you, here's yeah. here's my take on it, John. Is Star Wars has taught us that a lot of fans don't want to give creators the time to cook. Okay? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I and I've been a part of it. So, but even on this show, we've made fun of Palpatine's return, right? Oh, he returned in the he crawl. In the somehow, crawl. Right. <laughs> somehow well, Palpatine returned. There, there's T-shirts for that now. <laughs> if you're watching the Bad Batch, oh, you're yeah. getting all of that answer, okay? Mm-hmm. Not in that moment in the movie. Mm-hmm. But if you just let Star Wars Universe cook, you'll get all the answers you need. But that doesn't make the money. That You'll get the ire on X, Twitter, whatever social media of the day is, right? Unfortunately, we have made these creators to the point to where they can't cook. So they don't. They exposition the hell out of it. Yeah. And they move along. I, I'm going to not really disagree with you on something. I think that they're no, they can't let them cook because they want to make money too quickly. Because if you look at the One Piece franchise, that thing is a multi-billion dollar industry. And it's because they let Oda cook. And, and again, this, just as a side, the Avatar... Last Airbender adaption, right? I, and we've talked about this before. The creators walked off because Netflix w- was interfering. Oda had which, by a the way, more Henry Cavill walks off a of Witcher. That series basically fucking dead now because yep. of similar shit. So just Netflix yep. is starting and, to pop up here a couple and, times. And Oda, the creator of One Piece, he stayed on. He had final say in everything. And oh look, the One Piece adaption is still the best anime adaption of all time. By far, it, it, I think I think that our biggest problem here, and it, it goes to what you don, what you said, Don, is if they let them cook, they would make the money that they're looking for. Yeah. But they're too impatient to let them cook because they want the money now. Yeah, and I see the argument with a little bit with Star Wars in the sense of they spent so much money to buy Lucasfilm, Disney well, wanted that, the money now. That was but... also Kathleen Kennedy just not managing yeah. that properly and having three different people write each story each of the that those last three oh i actually Kassan, saw disney plus didn't exist before our rise of skywalker so they couldn't do that and that's pretty oh, yeah. much the greatest thing about disney plus now is they can cook and we don't have to go to the movie theaters for them to do i'm sorry no, you're, that's good you were answering. Cause, but Love you, buddy, though. Thank you for the vote of confidence last week. The other thing I was going to say, I just went out of my head, about, oh, no, that's right. The thing I was going to say, talking about the Star Wars, we'll move on after this. Talking about mm-hmm. Star Wars movies, I saw someone saying, I saw something about, a meme or something about uh, The Last Jedi and whatnot, and somebody commented like, oh, but Mark Hamill loved playing Luke in that movie. And I'm like, what planet is this guy on? Every interview I have seen with Mark Hamill talking about The Last Jedi, he is, like, saying that it sucked and that he's on stage with Kathleen Kennedy and Ryan Johnson. And, yeah. he, and he makes this comment about kill the past, right? And he turns to Ryan Johnson. And, man, you really tried to kill it. You did a really good job with that. And it was like... Only Mark Hamill could say, I'm Luke Skywalker, you fucker. I'll, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you the real okay. stuff. <laughs> so Rise of Skywalker, Last Jedi didn't fit into Mark Hamill's head canon. It's not. Didn't, a, it didn't not, fit into anybody's head canon, really. I mean, it was I get uh, it. those three movies are so disjointed. Listen, from someone that has gotten to see badass, the, the Luke Skywalker we all wanted to see in Last, uh, the Rise of Skywalker and the Last Jedi, he's in the comics, and I got to see that. And maybe I'm coming from a position of privilege with that, 
But yeah. I get it. It's badass. It really is because Luke Skywalker is that fucking dude. But that's not. That's just not the lesson they wanted to teach us in the movie, in the sequels. Because the Jedi work stupid, guys. That's totally a valid point with Mike. Luke Skywalker being like, yeah, I was all about the Jedi until I actually started reading these fucking uh, books. No, the I'm sorry, I'm an avid of... sequel apologist. because I'm... Don's kind of right, wait. though. Like, a lot of the writers were, uh, their main points of some of their stories were that at the end of the, uh, the Republic, the Jedi religion was so far up think... its own ass, it couldn't function anymore. I think the prequels did a good job of showing the... Yeah, exactly. How hubris the Jedi became. But oh, what were generals now? But were the guardians of peace? Ha <laughs> To war. Anyway, yeah, sorry. right. But the whole idea using with, clones. <laughs> the whole de- whole idea with Luke and him coming and helping bring balance to the Force and all that stuff. And then the idea was, and then he was going to rebuild the, the Jedi Order and learn from the mistakes and make sure that it doesn't happen again. But no, he didn't. He just was like, oh, it was all terrible, and and I'm just hot. Cutting myself off from the force because I messed up with my nephew. And it was just like, no, that's not Luke. And even like Mark Hamill said that he's like, Luke was the most optimistic guy in the galaxy. Now all of a sudden he makes one mistake and that's it. He's done. Yeah. I agree with him. So to to bring this back around and this is my last real point. Okay. A lot of these live action adaptions, I'm pretty much at the point now where I don't want to see them anymore because you can't, unless you have the original creator there like Odo with the one piece adaption sitting there and basically telling the story of his characters but but making it the official abridged version right yeah i don't think that you can take these stories with this length and breadth of like years of storytelling and cram them down into 8 10 episodes one hour episodes in netflix like i don't i, I it's, and here's the thing. If you look on YouTube for the reactors, right? A lot of people were introduced to, by, to One Piece by seeing the live action version of Netflix. And now they're going and watching the anime. And there's right. so much more story in the, in, in the anime. These people are like, they get to episode, that, that magical episode 37, which is the one that hooks you for the next thousand. Like they're getting in that episode and they're crying and they're like, I can't believe how much harder this hits. And that's the, that's the thing. There's a lot of things in Avatar that hit and they're not going to hit if instead of 15 episodes of people uh, interacting and, and becoming friends or something, you get five seconds of it. But here, isn't the difference with One Piece versus the Avatar is the One Piece live action is one part of the story. It's not, they're not trying to tell the whole one piece story in that right, but they are telling a story that's over 300 episodes but the oh, difference okay. is that oda was there and he could expertly cut down well, and, what he need to but still make it feel like his work uh, like, like the original work right and know? i think that's the whole thing the original creators are going to be able to sit there and say here are the most important beats yes yes take these and make exactly. these into eight episodes not netflix turn around and go no we know what we're doing yeah we want to make a game of thrones we got to make it darker and make all these and make ang not act like a kid like that was the oh that was the last straw and just do live action berserk <laughs> and they have a game of thrones live action berserk right. there, there is stuff that they could do for that yeah, yeah. Berserk, yeah. Right. Cool, all right yeah Talk you want to see depressing yeah <laughs> Yes, yes. <laughs> Game of Thrones ain't got shit on Berserk, okay? And, and, and every episode with the hotline for the national psychiatrist. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's take a... Red let's... Wedding, that's a Tuesday. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
let's let's nice one let's nice. take a commercial break with that image in our heads and we'll come back and talk some x-men this is so wizarding Broadcasting very fast and very dangerous from the planet Malastare. You are listening to So Wizard. You're thinking, you're people gonna die? The only podcast to make the Kessel Run in under 12 parsecs. There'll be no one to stop us this time. I am your host, Joey DiCarlo, and with me, my co-hosts, the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield, and the expert, Mr. Marquis, Markellis Ray. You are listening to So Wizard Podcast, where three friends review movies, TV, and sometimes more, podcasting weekly on the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. For Kellis Reagans, please tell the listeners where they can find more So Wizard Podcasts. Everybody, you can head on over to SoWizardPodcast.com, and there you're going to find a brand new episode every week. Find So Wizard on all podcasting streaming platforms, such as iTunes, Spotify, Good Pods, and pretty much wherever you can find a podcast. Check out our YouTube page, where new content is being uploaded regularly. We also have a Patreon page. For as little as a dollar a month, you can receive exclusive bonus content while you're supporting the show. No, I didn't! First of all, a podcast takes a lot of work, okay? You have to organize the guests, you have to do a Google Calendar, and then you build a following. It takes a lot Time, and I've been working on it for a while. After these messages, we'll be right back. We still need a Google Calendar. Hey, Race here. Live action Fist of the North hey, Star was a gem. Oh my gosh. Fist of the North Star. Oh, yeah, oh that takes me back. Oh my god. on IMDb. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All yeah, right. They're, they're, like I said, yeah. Oda adaption of pieces, the best by far. And, Speaking of things this... they haven't gotten right in live action yet. Uh... X-Men. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's true. That's totally true. Don? They did it right a couple, couple times. All right. We'll get into one... all that. But let's talk. Let's first talk a little X-Men 97. Let's talk the original X-Men animated a little bit. Because not number three. Um, because it's funny, I no. haven't I, I haven't watched in a long time, right? Because for a long time, it wasn't even available on on uh, home video. It took a while, but now all of the episodes are on Disney Plus. So I decided to start watching them, get ready for the the new sh- cartoon. And wow, it's interesting. This is it's a, so nineties, man. It is this, so nineties. This cartoon was definitely created with Batman the Animated Series in oh, so yeah. many ways, and um, did not quite. Hold on. Yeah. In our first two episodes, because I can't remember if it's the first, is it, the first one's a two-parter. I can't remember if it's the first episode or the second, I just second episode. One and two. Um, we have death right away. Morph gets killed right away in the That's why in the he was show. put in the show. I think one of the other big differences between... He came back in season two or three, right? He does, yep. Yeah, he comes back. Sinister brings him back. That's what um, X-Men do. They die and come back. So yes, th- this, in all this, mediums. This ran from 1992 to 1997, right? Yes. So... Picture this as a 12-year. I know you weren't 12 at the time, but this I was 12. So just understand, when we think back to our greatness of this series, you just got to think back. This is a Saturday morning. This is the greatest Saturday morning cartoon that has ever existed. And I know Bat... And I will say Batman the Animated Series was better, but it was that wasn't Saturday. So it, anyway, yeah, States of the Future Past was good. Absolutely. Yeah, well, I did we'll, like that one. We'll get into that. Sorry. 
Going back to what Dave said, Batman the Animated Series ran from 1992 to 1995. Of course, it then morphed into Batman and Robin and a few others and yes, Superman yes. Adventures and kept going on that track. And the, yeah, they were they both came out the same year, 1992. Along with, I think, Star Trek The Next Generation was came out at almost exactly the same time. <laughs> That's a good one, Ray. That's a good one. You'll see yes. that flashback more than Kiss the Reunion Tours. Ah, it's a close second, I think. Mm. Oh, my God. Anyway, hey, they said this is it. They're officially done after this. <laughs> yeah. Ozzy said that about seven times himself. Who was mm. it? Who was it that, it's like... the Rolling Stones. Who was it that did a farewell tour and actually signed a contract saying they were never going to come back, and they came back? I think it was uh. Motley Crue. I think that was Motley Crue who did that. It was either Motley Crue or Kiss. One of them did a farewell tour, and they're like, we're signing these contracts. We're serious. We're never going to come back. And, and we're back. Yeah. Thing with the X-Men. But there's a lot of heavy subjects in this show. There's they don't shy away dyna- from shit. Team Dynamics, death, um, acceptance, uh, because that's what the X-Men is about. It's about the, it's a it's an analog to the civil rights movements. Like, all of that stuff is in don't there. Don't tell that to people on Twitter or X. Don't say that. Just call it Twitter. It's just like nobody calls it. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll grant you that. The voice acting, though, and the animation... Were, like even 1992 was not great you know? no because if you look at that and compare it to something like gundam wing that was only a couple years later it's like light years ahead so the right. x-men animated series did not have good animation the voice acting was okay the problem is that true story i'm watching this on disney plus mm-hmm. my wife is she can hear it she can't see it because she's doing her hair and she's she thought i was watching porn Hold on, He's like, hold on, hold on. Ray, Australian Wolverine is Pride of the X-Men, not X-Men the Yes, animated. yes, that is correct. So anyway, go ahead. She thought so, she was watching Which is porn. a superior X-Men animated, but anyway. Yeah, yes, but she's it was... like, why am I hearing such strange sounds coming from TV? She thought I was watching porn. Those are human voices. <laughs> There's even at one point where, yeah, it was like, Gene was like, oh, oh that's true. Wife. Yeah, I could hear my wife in the next room going, Pop goes the weasel. <laughs> the, the, the voice, I, I think one of the voice actors that, that most annoys me is for Storm. Because yeah. she's or, just or, so or grandiose and yeah. like everything she it's, says, the tonage is completely even, out of context. It's not, it's not so much, yeah, it's the tone, but it's dialogue they gave her, which like I get yeah. it. That in some stories, that's how Storm talks in the comics, but it was just like they did it too much. But she almost yelled every line. Like it's almost like she's Every talking across. Every line all... is from the I goddess mean, of the winds. Yeah, yes, I'll, yeah, I'll give yeah. you the, here. I'll give you this on the animation. There's a I can't remember which episode it was, but Wolverine is somewhere else with I think Gambit, and this I was when they brought Juggernaut in, and he's robbing the bank. It was the whole. He was at the construction site when they meet. Yes, oh. and then they they get called to go to the bank. When they're at the construction site with Colossus, Wolverine's in his costume. When they are, drive up to the bank. He's in street clothes. So he stopped to change before he went to help them stop the <laughs> robbery? Yeah, no, it, it is, yeah. The animation is very touch-and-go in this series. Um, there are specific scenes where it looks great, 
and there's a lot of scenes where it looks and even the voice acting it seems like character by character it's either great voice acting great lines or really shitty voice acting really shitty lines professor there, x going it's literally also, a sound he makes a, a lot I, of the I, sounds they make when they get hit or something like you're saying yeah. Donna, it's just, they're all horrible. There, there are a couple of times if it, it felt like the same voice actor which happens a lot doing yeah. the same voice but it was like <laughs> right after one person talked the other person talked it was the same person and they didn't change the inflection in their voice or anything and it was like am i hearing this right like this is weird yeah and, and the animation looks like it was animated it's like, it just it's really the chunky thing, like <laughs> the other thing it has going for it that batman the animated series really didn't have is continuity it's a one long continuous story it's not the episode of the week or the episode of the two weeks it's no it keeps going like it well, starts with night and the sentinels which leads into it has, um, it'll have night and sentinels one night and the sentinels two uh, there was five parts to the dark phoenix saga or the right. phoenix saga it was yeah i did a very and, good and job things that but... happened in the previous episode affect the current episode. batman had an uh an overlying continuity right as the series went it didn't forget what happened right it built on it it built on it it just didn't have the over the overarching interregnums that that yeah. the very specific storylines like x-men did but what it did though what and and my last watch through of it uh, i noticed this oh eight rays right it keeps the same core team but it takes you through a tour de force of all the important x-men storyline is basically what it does and they do a pretty good job of it because they keep it all in its own continuity, they do just jump from storyline to storyline, but they're not afraid to lean into anything. Again, the same the TV team is there, but they weren't afraid to take through the Phoenix saga. There was literally things that were in the comic book that were in the show. It just had different X-Men characters, like them being in the water during the plane crash and her coming up. That shit all happened right in the comics, just different X-Men characters. But they weren't afraid of that. They weren't afraid of that at all. They're saying, here's our X-Men team. Here's the X-Men and villains and storylines we want to take you through. And boom, there you have it. What's the Savage Land? Who gives a fuck? Here we are. <laughs> here we like, are, yeah. <laughs> they don't give a shit. Oh, Shire yeah, Empire? No. Oh, here they are. <laughs> That's one of the things, too. There is not a lot of, like, origin story stuff going on in this cartoon. It's just, like, here are the X-Men. In dialogue, we'll explain a little bit of their powers and whatnot. It's funny watching this because this is pretty insane healing factor for Wolverine. Right, like, so he's actually right. Like he actually can get hurt. Like he can't get hurt anymore. But in the comics, he used to get hurt. He just would completely heal and heal faster than a normal person. But not like boom, I got shot and the bullet flies out of me. Yeah, that he has. Um, and 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 what Eight Bit Ray is saying, um, he didn't release some of the episodes in order. I it brings it back to this is Fox, and Fox was notorious for doing stuff to other people's series and and. That is probably the reason why the anime is so bad because Fox will put out well, <laughs> probably went down to the dungeon and, and started using the whip on the animators to get this out really quick. And and again, as 8-Bit Ray said, they released them as they released the episodes as they were finished, which doesn't necessarily mean that they were in order. It just means as they were finished. Thanks, 8-Bit. Yeah, they didn't get to, but to Ray's point there. They got the Cyclops' origin, but it just went until season three. They told origins, but I'm saying like, they didn't waste a bunch of time in the beginning giving you everyone's origin well, or details. It was like, which is good storytelling. That's what sprinkle I'm it in. Juggernaut shows up and yeah, you find out he's Xavier's brother and he's not a mutant, but that's the first time you meet him. That's all you know about him. 
Yeah, again, Kassan is making a good point. Like, the problem with the Avatar series is they didn't trust the audience, so they're constantly telling you what you're supposed to know right. instead of letting you discover it throughout those series. I think the X-Men did a pretty good job, though, in just letting you experience the story and learn things as the characters learn them, right? That's that, To me, that's good storytelling. Yeah, I, I give it that. But don't get me wrong. It's not a master class in storytelling. No, but... but- for a 12 to 15 year old back in the 1990s, it was pretty. On Fox. I mean, my <laughs> on Fox, my mom actually learned who the X Men were. We bonded through this because she got in the X Men, but it wasn't perfect. You've got Gambit actually tells fat jokes to Rogue, right? Like at one point, he catches her and says, Might I suggest what less fried chicken? And he's an HR nightmare in this one, too. He also <laughs> speaks in third person, too, which is weird. Yeah, he's hitting on Rogue and. But there is really good dialogue. It's just not consistent. Wolverine has the greatest one-liners in this whatsoever. Yeah. But then, like, Xavier's lines are all very stilted and dumb. But then Apocalypse, I love everything he says in this show. It's a little bit more stormish where everything's like Shakespearean, but it just, I don't know, it fits better with Apocalypse. Sinister was pretty good, though. Yeah, absolutely. So, Xavier, more, more natural. <laughs> Xavier, especially in... And I, I'm probably on episode 15, so rewatching. watching Ray, this is all Jim Lee. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, wait. What's he say? Omega Red got time to sign, which they drew a lot from Jim Lee. Yeah. I haven't gotten to, to Omega Red yet. But um, I remember him being in the show. I just... Again, I haven't watched in a long... Shoot. Where was I going with this? I got distracted. I'm sorry. I, I interrupted. Sorry. I guess your thoughts are being released out of order. <laughs> oh, Pre- Professor X. <laughs> he, he, oh, my gosh. Professor X... <laughs> was a lot of exposition like when they needed exposition yeah he, he explains to the x-men what's going on but then which is good but then you lose him as a character because of it like and yeah and he's got weird grandiose here's something i found interesting about this show and i something i completely forgot about magneto we've talked about this on the podcast and on one of the things we said is if you're going to introduce the x-men again now can you do magneto as a world war ii survivor it doesn't really work timeline-wise, but could you do him as a civil rights person that survived something, lived through the civil rights movement, and like maybe that makes more sense, because they talked about the guy from uh, Mandalorian playing uh, Magneto. But here's the thing. In this cartoon, he's not a, he's not a World War II survivor. He's like from a, some island kingdom you never heard of before, island nation, and there was a war there, so there is that part of the background, but he's not a, a, a survivor of the Holocaust. Holocaust. So, and it still works. Like, again, yes, it's a kid's cartoon, but it still works. Like, they changed his origin to make it work in a more modern 90s story. So, I, that's my argument is that you can do it then. <laughs> I'm, I'm, you can do it. Yes, you can, but you shouldn't. You lose a lot to the character when you do that. And at the same time, um, yes, his age is a problem. And that's why. You just, listen, in the comic books, he just got resurrected, okay? Resurrect him. De-age him. Say, hey, write some comic book mumbo-jumbo science shit. Hey, I can control metal, so I can control the iron in my blood, which means I can slow down my healing or my aging. You have to make a way for Magneto to be a part of World War II and the Holocaust and not be a decrepit old man, and you can do it with writing. There's infinite bullshit you can pull infinite because there's bullshit. you have so much backstory with so many different ways to make that happen. <laughs> John, you are the expert on infinite. Bullshit. I, I can, just feel you can like, nor deny that. I just feel like yes, I think you're right. Is this a masterclass on storytelling? No, but is it good storytelling 
for a 12 year old in the 90s yes is the it themes the themes are good right that, like, like the storytelling may be up and down but the themes were always pretty yes. solid yes yeah I, I it's good it was all it was always about was it persecution it was always about yes. people with with differences either trying to get along or trying to kill each other and as a young kid learning about that stuff when in our public schools as per some of our advertisements some of the advertisements that we run on here our public schools obviously aren't doing the job if you can't tell helen keller <laughs> i blame Colt 45 for that yeah but the, the, <laughs> yeah but still the views of this podcast if you don't know who anne frank is compared to Hillary, then yeah. but but this kind of thing is good for kids because it's we'll exposed to the stuff that they can think about and sure with. Yeah. But yeah, it's not masterclass. The writing, you know, it was a good show. But at the same time, yeah, if it raised some of the Magneto and his uh, introduction to the show, masterful dialogue, absolutely. But at the same time, this show, during uh, the aforementioned Cyclops origin, he goes and uh, this Kilgore character that's in the show, he takes these four mutant and makes them orphans, Rusty being one of them featured in Deadpool 2. But anyway, long story short, Cyclops goes to visit this guy. A mutant kid on a wheelchair knocks him over, knocks out Cyclops, and then the villain's plan at that point is to have one of his thugs throw Cyclops in the pool in the backyard for him to drown while they go off to some event to become the governor. Really? That's what you thought? You're just going to throw Cyclops in a pool? After a kid in a wheelchair knocked him out. That's my only critique of this whole series, the animated series, is that you got some real high highs, but you also have a lot of lows. And a lot of them started after the Phoenix Saga. It seems like after season three, it's where they started to just throw shit a little bit. Why is it always the Phoenix Saga that... At least it was done well. Hey, it gave it more time to breathe than any of the movies ever did. True. Sometimes I feel like they they start stuff, they start projects like, like... I think this is a good example of they started this project because it's funny if you use history of getting the show made. What's it? Secret. What's the name of that show, channel? They talk about uh, old shows and old whatever. There's a whole thing on how the Secret Galaxy. Secret yeah. Galaxy. Thank Secret you. Secret Galaxy. Yeah. They, they did a whole episode on how this show got made, which starts with Pride of the X Men, and it took a long time for this cartoon to get made. And I feel like once they got the green light, it's like, all right, we want to get to the Phoenix Saga, and then that oh, was absolutely. It. And then they didn't know. We're like, no, we got there. Now what? We don't know. Yeah. Although Ray, Ray in the comments, they're saying the Mojo Verse episodes are probably his favorite. That is funny. Those are good, but we got to get a bunch of. I got to pull a bunch of sound bites from it because it's funny. Because every time they go to kill somebody in the episode, it's cancel them, cancel them, cancel them all now. Some sound bites from because they're always talking about canceling. Just makes me think about cancel culture. Uh, and, and you got to remember some some of the other cartoons at the time. Gargoyles had much better animation, but just deep storylines. I'd say Powerpuff Girls. That's Disney, though, right? Yeah, yeah, that was Disney. The rest. shit out of everything at times. Beavis and Butthead came out around the same time. James here screwing you there, Don. That's not bullshit. Understanding the Holocaust, what it meant, what it is, not something to stay away from in the opportunity, and it converts to a lot of modern problems. Yeah. No argument for me. No, I'm, that's keep yeah, it in. I'm with you keep too. Keep it in. Yes, Ray's right too. The budget for the show was constantly being slashed. Oh uh, no, Fox slashed somebody's budget. Not, not <laughs> yeah. The drown. Buy um, on you. That happens with a lot of shows. It's not just Fox. I know, but Fox Sci-Fi is just... ne- Sci-Fi Network was notorious for, like, they gave you a great first season, and then they slashed the budget for the second. And, yeah, but Fox, and did, Fox, Fox did Firefly, so we're, like, no no geek is ever going to give them a pass ever again, you know. 
they're horrible. They were horrible to everything. Fox killed so many shows. Except they kept the, the Simpsons 90s, on. They kept the Simpsons on forever. It's still on. All right. So now my question gears the conversation towards now we're going to be getting a continuation of this show, X Men '97, brand new on Disney Plus. Obviously, they're going to up the animation and the storytelling. I would believe. I would hope so. Are uh, they? Well, did you, you see the promo? Go ahead, Ray. Done. Um, <laughs> yeah, you would definitely hope so. You would definitely hope they realize the truth, which is for us 40, 50-year-olds, which, yeah, we're going to need a little bit better storytelling. hope they upgrade it in that respect. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't, it's not even, they're not talking about plans of a continuation either. I think it's going to be eight episodes, like they do everything. And, of course, the show ended with Xavier dying, right, if I remember correctly? Dying, the Magneto gets everything. Although I don't think he's dead. I think he's up with the Lalandra and the Shi'ar Empire. I think that'll be revealed. We'll That's what I'm going to say. Where, where do you want to see the story go? I have a feeling it's going to butt up against Wolverine and Deadpool. I have a feeling it's the whole really? reason this show is even existing right now. It's because it's before Deadpool and Wolverine, which I think is going to reset a lot of shit. Or, honestly, I think that it's basically the Fox, X-Men, and Hugh Jackman Wolverine's funeral movie. But outside of that, like, I could see, like, this just being another multiverse of the X-Men that Deadpool runs into in his movie. I don't know if it's going to be a big part of it. It might just be a cameo. You think he'll, but... you think they'll bump into the animated show? The, the animated character? Yeah. Because, actually, you know what? Because in Spider-Verse, we saw that they... They had animated characters with the live-action characters, too, so yes. it's not unheard yeah. of. They showed yeah. Don Glover as the, the Prowler. Uh, Prowler in that, yeah. 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 I, I, that would be cool. I'd do that. Would... Round rounds will make it work, so. Could you imagine, like, the last episode, an animated Deadpool right. voiced by Ronald, Ryan Reynolds running through the, the scene? Oh, my God. Which is funny, because in the original animated series, you only see Deadpool as an image. He never talks or nothing. Or has any sort of... Uh, yeah. <laughs> 97 was only me to silence Don on Twitter. I love it. <laughs> Could be true. Wait, um, definitely, I can see that. You really have was... that kind of power, Don? I have a couple of things I want you to complain about on Twitter. <laughs> Don, was you say that Deadpool was only like a shadow in the back or whatever. He didn't talk. But uh, again, not the Marvel guy here. When was... Deadpool Like had a change of personality when a new writer started. So when did that happen? Good time. When did that? When, yeah, like, no, the it Deadpool was, we it was know was created this. by. Hmm? Yeah, that was. I don't remember the exact year, but it was after this. That was like six ninety seven, which is well about the end of this. But yeah, at this time though, yeah, Deadpool was just like an assassin, just another. Yeah, he yeah, very much him, was a um, assassin, uh, right? A yeah, of what's his? Uh, that's Wade Wilson like, or uh, Slade Wilson. Slade yeah. Wilson. That's why his name is. Wade, Wade Wilson. Wilson. Wade Wilson. It's yeah, he's, he's a blatant a ripoff. Complete. He was a complete and total ripoff of him. They didn't change his personality to later. So it's unsurprising that he wasn't really featured. So yeah, so maybe maybe Ryan Reynolds. Uh, that'd be fun. I don't hold much hope out for something that cool happening, but if it does, I'm all in. I'll watch the hell out of it. <laughs> Tested. Half Don bitch about Firefly. <laughs> okay, James. <laughs> we are talking about Fox. Maybe they'll done uh, all of a sudden. There'll be a new Firefly season on uh, Disney+. Plus. Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. They need a time machine for some of the actors. Yeah. You do it animated. But he wasn't and... about the X-Force yet, right? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Hmm? <laughs> they should have had Deadpool in the X, but yeah. I don't think he, he, wait, he wasn't on the X-Force yet at that point, or was he? No. Okay. Yeah. 
All right. Now here's a question. Because you just said it, right? You feel that this might bump into Deadpool. How do you... Would you want this to influence what we're going to get live-action X-Men in the MCU in any way? Well, I, I, as far as in the Deadpool <laughs> and Wolverine movie, no. I want him to make a joke about Jean Grey's orgasms or something and maybe show it. <laughs> and, hey, you know. hey Rogue, Rogue also had those kinds of intonations, let's she call She did. Them. Like, all of the... It was... I, I don't know. Maybe they were just having fun with it. I'm telling you, my wife what is they not... get by the censors. She's not familiar with it all. She's not familiar with the meme. She's never heard me joke about it. I shit you not. She sees. It sounds like she's straight having sex. And that's something that we also didn't talk about. One of the other reasons that maybe the storylines are so constrained is the censors back in the nineties. Hell, yeah, like you that's... couldn't. Yeah, you could. Not only did the showrunners not know what the censors would think they could be taken out from week to week, but the censors in America were so much more stringent it's anywhere not, else on the planet. It's not just. It's not just that. It was on broadcast TV. And it was geared towards kids. And there was the whole Children's TV Act, I think, in the uh, uh, late 80s, early 90s. Where, yeah, like, you can't make they were, one big commercial. Or... Right. They, they get very strict with what they could put in cartoons at that point. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why you never see with Wolverine with his adamantium claws and not a drop of blood spilled in how many seasons? <laughs> like, I thought yeah. that, okay, bad animation again. Like, even when he wasn't in his costume, he had the little metal covers for yeah. his claws on his hand. And never had blood show up when he put his clothes Slice out. somebody? Yeah, but or... again, they, they never did that in the live action. Either. I, I will defend it in that respect, although I agree. And sometimes even the placement of his little things on his gloves was just way screwed up. But even in the comics, we didn't know how his claws worked yet. Magneto had yet to rip out his adamantium. Oh. So the question of whether uh... he had those claws or not without the adamantium wasn't known. True. So there was a little ambiguity there that they had to work with. And that was exciting about the Wolverine. I know no one will ever remember this, but I just, I, up until a point, guys, until they did the origin story for him, which was a graphic novel, we didn't know a lot about Wolverine. True. Uh, so this did come out before we discovered a lot of that, before we knew that his claws were bone claws. And so all, all you knew was first time you saw him, he was fighting the Hulk, which, and surviving, and you're like, oh crap. I gotta know yeah. more about this guy. He can survive the Hulk. Yeah, no, that's true because I have the Wolverine Origins too, and it's yeah. Until then, it, it was oh, the he was given the claws through the Weapon X program. What was believed for a long time. So. I wonder if it can be said that this success of this, regarding some of its problems, was the reason why that they had the Spider-Man animated series. Marvel tried out some other series too because they had the Spider-Man animated series very shortly after this one started. And I think there were a few others, not Captain. I'll have to look through. Oh, Fantastic Four. Fantastic Four, the animated series, came out in 1994. So it's like all of a sudden, yeah, all of these other Marvel... That was short-lived, um, I think, the Fantastic Four one. Which, I forget. It wasn't the one that had the thing ring do your thing. No, that's 80s. <laughs> that, was that was 80s, right? Or yeah, it, was late, it was like late 70s, early 80s. They hit it, a perfect storm with this one because... You had a couple of X-Men things really pop. Um, you had the X-Men, the arcade game, which was based off the pride of the X-Men show that they didn't go forward with. But then you had the X-Men number one here, which it is by far the king as far as sales in the history of comic books. Yeah. Jim, and, and that's Claremont writing, Jim Lee artist. That's just at this top tier X-Men. So I think that you just, they they rode that. 
and boom, they came out with a show that was, for the time, fairly sophisticated. Um, I just think it was a perfect storm. Uh, and again, it was something my mom started paying attention. So they were never any more popular in the comics. Boom, here's their animated series on Fox every Saturday. Mm. Um, which I remember they re-ran Night in the Sentinels for fucking six months before they actually progressed in the story. I remember they used to annoy the hell out of me, but I still watched it. Yeah, Um, I think it's a perfect storm. This struck right at the right time. I agree. I I agree. It was, I mean, they've uh, constantly been one of the best-selling books for Marvel since then as well. Um, Mm -hmm. The thing is, again, to shut Don up, but I also feel like, are they going to... Are they going to give us a happy ending? Are they going to finish the story? And do you think they're going to pull in elements from more recent comics uh, to finish it out? Because they touched on a lot of the stories from the comics in the cartoon, right? It wasn't like, here's an animated series and we're just making everything up. You had the Phoenix Saga. You had Days of Future Past, Morlocks, and all this stuff that came right out of the comics. So you have all this stuff that happened on Genosha in the last couple decades in the comics. Do they touch on any of that? Do they touch on X... Uh, versus Avengers. How how do you get a happy ending with the X Men? You don't. But you don't. I mean, with the whole House of House of X, Powers of Ten, with Moira seeing all these futures and all of them end in the destruction of mutants. You know what? Deep cut here, Dave. As you were saying this, man. As far as being intertwined with the comics. Okay, House of X, Powers of Ten. That is where it was introduced. Where Moira McTaggart was actually a mutant whose power is the power of reincarnation. So when she dies, Uh the whole fucking universe starts over, okay? They have never shed the light on her sixth life. I think it's her sixth life. They have told you how all the other lives are going to go out, and and they've done books on them, but they've said, eh, it's a sixth life. We're not going to touch the head. Moira McTaggart is in the show, but as a human. I want If they really want to go meta here... They could say that this animated universe is her sixth life, and that when she dies, it'll start over, and that's why it's poof gone. They could do that. There's a life of Moira McTaggart out there, which, again, every time she dies, she resets the whole goddamn universe and reincarnates with all her previous memories. There is one specific life that she has that they have never said what the fuck happened. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I am talking Hickman right now. You are correct, sir. (laughs) You and Ray, the forever battle. Yeah, God, and then you could make. See, I you just brought up the reincarnation stuff, and there ha, I don't know, but they have said that it's all the stuff on Disney Plus. Even what if is all somehow connected to the MCU? Is X Men ninety seven going to be connected to the MCU? And well, do they bring that stuff in to bring the X Men into the MCU proper? If they pull a CW with what CW did with with the uh, crisis. Like, they just decided, you know what? Everything that's ever been on TV in DC, it's all canon now. They pulled in everything from Birds of Prey to the old bat, the old Batman movies. Everything was pulled in. <laughs> Maybe they could do this. They could easily do that. Uh, why not? Marvel, Marvel's got a multiverse, too. Why not? And that's the thing. And now that the multiverse is in play and we're fucking around with it, they can literally do whatever the hell they want until they decide to shrink it all back down. Oh, what? Secret Wars? Yep, that's coming. Anyway. Um, all right. He's sitting there at the top, at the bottom of that tree, watching all this happen. All right. Final question on this topic, because, man, I didn't think we were going to go long this week, and we're at two hours. Um, again, now we're talking about bumping this into the MCU and, and all of this stuff. And I know you've said it a couple times, Don, but what do you help for X-Men in the MCU? Like, 
a total i think we're going to get total recast of everyone oh um, we should we in marvel needs to do the recast okay comic books go on for a long time and you're going to have to recast because you cannot keep inventing new characters and think we're going to care about them, okay we've already had that problem yeah but what i want for the x-men in the mcu is i want them to treat it with respect and keep it as close as they can to the source material and i'm encouraged by the fact that from what i'm hearing the fantastic four is going to take place in the 60s so that does encourage me that we are maybe not to start off with because i think this animated series 97 is the unofficial kickoff of the x-men in the mcu but i do want to make sure that when they are in the mcu we do start at the origins or at least touch upon the origins of the original team and go from there in the 60s there's going to be a time jump and i'm for that but i just i want them to try and stay close to the original origins and everything as they can i don't want it 100 percent. make it good write it well let's face it not all the comics were written well but just give me my five original team then go into giant size x-men and just lean into the strengths of the x-men the soap opera element the academia element with the X-Mansion. It's big right now with manga and shit. So make sure you have a spinoff show of the, the X-Universe, University or whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, have a tournament um, arc. It is that uh, and, the, and the, high school, the high school, those are very popular in months. But just, just don't burn it too fast. Burn it slow. Start us off simple. Don't want to bust your nut on the Phoenix Saga real quick, okay? Don't. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let it know, breathe. Like let we're it saying. breathe. Let cook. It... Yeah, yeah. That's what I want. I don't want them to do the thing at all. It's a hard thing to not do when you're talking about the X. But I get it. It's been done. Get that. It's been done twice live action. Poorly. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you what, though. What I really want, because it's really creepy and weird, I really want people to stop complaining that Rogue's butt is not as big as what? it was in the original series. Oh, yeah. You didn't know that, John? People are complaining that... Um, Rogue doesn't have uh, as big as breast and butt. Of all the you know, st- hey guys, if you want that, you got the 90s comics. She's got thighs for miles, right? It's uh. because here's the thing back in 1992, you're right, fat material was not so readily available. You couldn't just go online, but now you can. Hashtag and now we're all rogue, 40. Right? <laughs> we have daughters. We don't this- need that's not what we need in our animated series. Oh, and more spot binary. He's non-binary, I'm sorry. One of the producers of the writer, showrunner, actually, did announce in an interview that Morph is non-binary. So, of course, people are losing their shit over that because Morph, someone that can turn into anything, it, it, it's dumb. It, please stop being, it's weird. It's weird that you care about these things about a cartoon. That's all. Yeah. That's what yeah. I want, for you to so, not so want that. The two yes. things I would say on that is, first off, Morph was introduced in the cartoon, he was not a, a, a comic book character. They introduced him in the in the cartoon. He dies right away, and mm-hmm. then comes back by Mister Sinister as a character trying to take revenge on the X Men. It's not a topic that's ever touched in that cartoon, and who cares one way or the other? And two, right? There's a lot of times. Let's let's be completely honest. There's been a lot of times where there have been interviews where they have said. This character's gay, this character's non-binary, but it never plays at all into the movie Not at TV all. show that they're in. It's just some creator said that about the character. It doesn't mean anything. To either get some clicks or to right. play well with a certain group. Right. But yes, the truth be told, we don't 
watch or read these things because of sex because right. it doesn't matter oh no Dumbledore's but, gay and all of a sudden everybody just, hates harry potter it's like what the fuck if i'm trying to watch gay porn then i'll care who's gay or not but i'm not I'm trying to watch people and if you want big butts and fights go, go watch an, go watch anime There's what is it rule 34 or rule 36 yes, rule 34 like that yep yeah go porn hub i mean it's Rogue it's, gambit boom go crazy <laughs> just it's creepy we're just trying to watch the show man mm. we're looking for a good story Ray, I don't think that's going to get subscribed. No one, no one's going to subscribe to Disney Plus because Rogue's got a nice ass. I, no, I'm sorry. unless she's it's on OnlyFans, a... and then the sky's the limit. Um, exactly. It is hey, weird hey, to think you've got AI generative, AI generative like images Taylor now. Taylor Swift, go, right? No, some somebody go do a Rogue one on on OnlyFans. Yeah. Instagram's blowing up with that. Oh God, what am I talking about? It's, yeah, no, it's it's it really <laughs> stupid. It, it really stupid. is dumb. That's discourse online, but that's online. At least have that perspective. It's not real life. Okay, so Kassan says, do you expect the series to dive into more mature themes like is the original? Has, is he asking I, us a real question? Here's the here's <laughs> like the thing. Us? Here's the thing, Kassan. They said that Morph's story is going to be lighter. He had probably one of the darkest stories in the original series. I don't. It's Disney. I don't think they're going to go as dark as the original series did. They still have mature ideas in it, but I don't think it's going to be like a character's going to die right away in the first episode. Until the, until the very second Ryan Reynolds comes in and then... Hug the hub, boys. <laughs> See? See what you guys did? I didn't say it. It was these two. I... Mm. <laughs> anyway. Um, moving on. <laughs> I don't know. What do you think? You guys agree or disagree? Are they gonna, are they gonna be lighter with this than the original series was? I would say they stay the same. Like it's Disney and all, so that puts the brakes on a lot of stuff yeah. they could do. But they're not gonna. I don't think they'd be able to make it tamer than the original and be able to tout this as a true successor. Yeah, in the trailer, I think they're. I I don't think they're gonna steer away from the dark. This whole series is starting the death of Professor yeah. Xavier, Magneto being the headmaster of the school, and I think they're absolutely gonna lean into the whole uh, the mutants living in a world that hates and fears them and still trying to fight for them, which to me is the core of the X Men. Kind of one reason I've disengaged a little bit from the comic source right now because they're not really doing that right now. But I think it's gonna be pretty dark. But at the same time, it's only eight episodes. How dark and yeah. depressing can you get before you have to come back into the light? Oh, she got berserk. Anyway. But, uh, they, if they go eight episodes and then on a cliffhanger without knowing they're going to do more, that will upset. <laughs> Guys, all those themes they talked about in the 90s, we've solved all that stuff. Yeah, we, right. we, we don't have yeah. any of that. Oh, right. Those like kinds saw, of problems. Like all, the pro <laughs> all, those, all the social strife we had in the 60s, we solved that. Then the 70s, we fixed everything. Yeah. You're right. Like, we just keep we're, we keep winning. We're winning we don't, and winning and winning. Yeah, we're just winning. We don't hate on people different than us. No. no. We don't do that. Unless we don't they have, have small butts, apparently. <laughs> or disagree with us. John don't likes have any... big butts and he cannot lie. I did not say that. Listen. I do not endorse that. Jeez. Other brothers can't It's okay, deny. John, if you do. Big butts are awesome. I like them very I much. Don't... But I don't watch an X-Men comic book or video anymore i did back then when i was 12 we're not 12 anymore some of us have Speak daughters for yourself. wives yeah my, yeah my my maturity all right listen i'm okay i'm lying if i said anything differently i think the same shit i did as i did when i was 12 years old but still but still all right 
I think this is a good place to put a pin in it for this. As always, let's go around and I'm going to ask, what did you learn on the podcast this week? Or do you have any recommendations? Don, you... Okay, I'm sorry. I'm going to screw the pooch because I did have one question. So I'm sorry about the X-Men animated series. I'm sorry. Listen, Meta, in the original show, Iceman falls in love with Polaris. Then she falls in love with Havoc. Since then, Iceman has come out as homosexual in the comic. My question, in the new show, do they deal with this or not? So what I learned today is Dave and John don't know the answer to that question, but what, tell me what you think in the comments below. <laughs> That's interesting, yeah. Some things have changed. Huh. I don't know. Have they said Iceman's going to be in this show? That's another great question. Yeah. And I would have to, I would have to see the list of characters to determine... <laughs> what they're going to deal with so sorry that's that's what i learned that no one knows that answer no one no one knows the answer to that yeah I, I, I don't know it'd be interesting for them to deal with that in a cartoon on disney plus i don't know it's their thing now all right john how about you okay my final verdict on the avatar live action on netflix right now is you really if you're really adamant about if you have the mistaken idea that animated series are childish and everything then watch the animated adaption or the live action adaption on Netflix. But I would wholly recommend that you skip that and go to the original animated version because it's funny. A lot of reviewers say that it was made for kids, but there's just too many. There's, it's way, way better. It's much more mature than you think. The only other thing is I'll, I'll recommend Seventh Time Loop. It's a, it's an anime and it's turning out to be way, way better it's a villainous anime, but it's way better than I than any of the others out there. Or most of the others, Dave. All right. So Ray, I'm not, Ray just said, better deal with real issues like this apocalypse having a penis. And so what I learned is, yeah. thank God Ray is here because I almost went a whole episode without. <clears throat> we don't do that. <laughs> so I, I learned. Same thing. Thank well you. Th thank you for that, Ray. Um, Ray's here asking the, the real questions. The real and, questions, and yeah. Real quick, Kassan looked it up, and according to Wikipedia, Iceman isn't on the news. All right. Also, I, I learned that John likes big butts, and he cannot lie. And your other brothers can't deny. I didn't say that. You said that. Does he really not know what I'm referencing, Don? I, I just, I can't. I don't think so. It seems as though he does not. Oh, my God. Sir Mix-a-Lot. Uh, not a Sir Yeah, I know fan. what that, I know that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Then why are you getting upset? It's Where they had the women dancing on the big butts. I mean, yeah, you know. yeah, I, I remember. <laughs> I remember MTV. Yes. When and they played music. When they um, but yeah, and I also learned that Don likes to stump us with questions at the end of the show. But if you say it was my, it was the one point I had I didn't get to. I'm sorry. If you think they're going to deal with it or not deal with it, let us know in the comments, and we will discuss it on next week's episode. Also, if you've gotten this far in the show and you're not yet subscribed. Hit that subscribe button. Click that bell for notifications so you don't miss us every Sunday night when we go live. Also, I recommend you go to SuperheroSpeak.com where you can find the podcast comic reviews by our good friend Chris and some old ones from Don. Just go through those archives. And uh, yeah, and so it looks to our social media top page. Did I say that? All right. Yeah, and I got nothing. I got no real recommendation other than if you are interested in X-Men 97, you should go back and watch the original series and get an idea of like where this is picking because it's picking up from the end of that show so if you haven't watched the original series you'll be lost i think that's a good question oh that's interesting 
That's a good question. Are you going to be lost when the show launches if you've not seen it? Probably. The show always did a good job of previously on the yeah, X-Men. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. On that note, boys and girls, as always, thanks for watching. Don't let your cape go out in the door. Have a good week.